You're listening to Being Happy, where we cultivate happiness from within. In this episode, I'll share with you a book that helped to change the way I think, which led me to discover peak happiness. I hope you enjoy episode four of season two, Your Brain and the Happiness Connection. Hi, I'm Glennis Clarice, your host, and I hope that wherever you are, under the sound of my voice, that you all are happy and healthy in mind, body, and spirit. So for those of you who don't know me, I am an avid reader. I stay with two or three, maybe four (laughs) books at a given time somewhere near me because I tend to read more than one book at a time. That's just how I tend to get down when it comes to reading books and consuming information. In 2017, I read this book titled Switch On Your Brain by Dr. Carolyn Leaf. This book, like many I will eventually share with you, helped to change my life. Switch On Your Brain is one of those books that I tend to reference quite often. I've written in the margins, highlighted, folded down pages, stuck post-it notes and sheets of paper with notes on them throughout this book because it's one of those thought-provoking books that motivates you to take action and discover more about yourself, how you think, how to cultivate happiness, and how the brain is connected to all of it. This book also offers a 21-day brain detox plan, which I will talk about in part two of this episode next week. The same way we detox our bodies, ridding it of toxins, the brain needs to be detoxed as well because just like the body, the brain is vulnerable to attack. And the type of attack I'm referring to is the attack of negative thinking. Negative thinking is toxic and it's powerful enough to wear the brain down. This happens because negative thinking is a form of stress. And we all know what stress can do to the body. It wears the body down. And if it has the power to wear the body down, it also has the power to do the same thing to the brain. If you don't get anything else out of this episode, get this. Thoughts are powerful. Thoughts are things. Thoughts take up mental real estate. Dr. Leaf points out that thinking is something that happens to us. It's like breathing. It's a natural occurrence. And because of this, we have the power to control what we think about. Because thoughts are real, we have the power to change our very lives and even the health of our bodies and brains. Here is some news for you. A big part of why some people are unhappy is due in part to how they perceive themselves. You've heard the saying, as within, so without. Their reactions and behaviors and thoughts are based off their perception, which is toxic. But if they choose wisely in perceiving, thinking differently with a healthy, positive outlook, how do you think they will perceive their lives, their circumstances, and others around them? In a different light, right? If we find ourselves going down a dark road in our thinking, we have the power to step outside of ourselves to view what and how we're thinking and change it immediately. We are always holding the power to change or shift the negative energy within ourselves But unfortunately, many of us aren't aware of the damage that's being done from a health perspective. And so the cycle continues until it eventually wears not only the brain, but body down. Listen, we can't control our circumstances and the events that happen in our lives. 
but we can control the way we react to them. Dr. Lee states that the mind is in control of the body, not the other way around. The mind is stronger than the body. Mind over matter is factual. It's a real thing. We are not bound by the physical because we control the physical. We control matter through our thinking and our choosing. The rub lives within how we react and the choices that we make. Our brains are shaped by our reactions. The brain is plastic. It is indeed moldable, sort of like clay. Dr. Leaf points out that when we make a poor decision or engage in toxic thinking like unforgiveness, bitterness, irritation, or feelings of not coping, we change the DNA and genetic expression, which changes the shape of our brain wiring in a negative direction. This puts the brain into protection mode and it translates the toxic thoughts as negative stress. And get this, that stress then manifests itself in the body as disease. And she backs this up with some stats. Stress is a factor in 75% of all illnesses and diseases that people suffer from today. The association between stress and disease is 85%. The International Agency for Research on Cancer and World Health Organization have concluded that 80% of cancers are due to lifestyle and not genetics. And this is a conservative number. 98% of diseases are related to lifestyle choices. In other words, our thinking. 75 to 90% of all visits to a PCP are for stress-related problems. We need to learn how to stop reacting and overreacting to what we cannot change. We should be mindful of our thoughts and how we react. Peace, yes, peace, <laughs> should always be the priority in our lives, especially now knowing these numbers and the power that we have in not only thinking positive, but how that connects to living a healthy and happy lifestyle. And speaking of stress, she notes that there are three levels of stress. Stage one is normal. That's the level that keeps us focused and conscious. Stage two and three is when the mind and body responds to toxic thinking. It's normal thinking gone bad. She states that even a little of these levels of stress, two and three, from toxic thinking can have far-reaching consequences for mental and physical health. I'm sure we all know what stress feels like. Until I read this book, I had no idea that when my stress levels were high because of toxic thinking, I was experiencing a level two or three stage of stress. All I knew was that I felt something. I was feeling that energy vibrate within my body. When you feel that kind of stress in your body, your energy feels different. Pay attention to that and recognize when you're at a two or three stress level. When you're at a two or a three, here is where you need to pull yourself back from the ledge, <laughs> take a deep breath, relax, relate, release, and regroup, and bring yourself back to a positive, peaceful state. The thing to remember is that we are not a victim of our thoughts. We have a choice in how we react. We can choose to let a thought have power or we can take power over it. Oftentimes, we are so far in our head and our feelings that we don't realize the lack of control that we're operating from. And because of that, what we say in our behavior is not well thought out and not reflective of who we are at our core. The foundation of happiness lives in how we think. Perception is oftentimes a delusion because we have a tendency to see things as we are. 
If we're not right within, how can we win and see things from a different vantage point? Dr. Lee states that as we think, it's important to make a distinction between who we truly are and the person we have become through toxic thinking. We know both sides of this coin and must make a choice to connect with the truth of who we are. And if you don't know the truth of who you are, take some downtime to discover that for yourself, either through therapy or journaling. Believe me, if you go in search of the truth, you will most definitely find it. Next week, I will talk about the 21-day brain detox plan and how it can help in discovering peak happiness. Before I end this episode, I would like to share with you a few words from the late Nipsey Hussle who tragically lost his life on March 31st. He made and was making some major moves in bridging the gap and not only within Los Angeles, but the impact that he made within the City of Angels, it was felt across the world. It inspired so many people to not just talk about it, but be about it. So I wanted to share these words with the hopes that they will inspire you to fearlessly step towards that which you desire. It's easier said than done. It sounds simple telling people to work hard and never quit, but to really execute and demonstrate those principles takes discipline and faith. Those are the two factors that I believe separate the good from the great, the successes from the failures, the difference is measured by how much you can walk in faith and how much you can exercise discipline. With new levels, there's new devils. Even as you make progress, you need the discipline to keep from backtracking and sabotaging the success as it's happening. You need faith to make it through the dark spots when what you see in front of you doesn't represent what you believe is going to happen. It may be completely opposite, but you have to keep walking forward because you have faith. Without those two qualities, you're going to fold. Even if you have the best intentions without discipline and faith, it's next to impossible to reach your ultimate goal. Rest in peace, Nipsey. Until next time, stay inspired, empowered, and most of all, happy.